0: Radio studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: We started looking into it and we uncovered a vast web of foreign financial entanglements. We issued our report before the election. We thought it was important the American public would understand the extent that Joe Biden would be compromised as the United States president, but the media just ignored it.
0: So that obviously is the Hunter's laptop story, which has now been uh, authenticated by everybody, including the New York Times. Laptop legit, emails legit, and if you you take even a second to look into it, there are obvious, obvious, gigantic conflicts of interests and foreign entanglements involving the Biden family.
1: Well, you you know you could have arguments over what the the emails mean, but the laptop is verified, the emails themselves are verified, and there has been polling done. That would absolutely lead you to believe that if people had been presented with that information, enough people would have been off-put by it that Trump would have beat Biden. That would have made the difference in an election. There are polls that show that. and it was Which a, polls? All of them. Okay. And there was okay. a coordinated effort by all of the media to keep that story from you. um, And it worked. And Biden got elected. That's how all in all of the media was on suppressing what was a real story. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I read virtually everything Matt Taibbi writes on Substack, and he has long been harshly, harshly critical of uh, the NSA, the CIA, the FBI for uh, stepping outside of their bounds and violating people's civil rights and that sort of thing. And Taibbi, is a, he's a really interesting guy. He's brilliant. Uh, sometimes he's wrong, in my opinion, but he is principled, and he's horrified that now his buddies in the left-leaning media are the biggest honks in the world for every, every former spook who wants to go to, on cable news. He just thinks it's
1: disgusting. And he's probably right. There will be a price to pay for this on the left. It's coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, one
0: really funny thing he put out was uh, a, an associate of his had put this together. This was Adam Schiff after the New York Post had published the story about Hunter's Laptop. Um, this is an edit of the interview, obviously, but this is a, a single appearance on, I believe it was CNN, or if it wasn't CNN, it was MSNBC. 29, Michael. Congressman, Adam Schiff, Congressman, thanks so much oh, for CNN, joining obviously. us. Does it surprise
2: you at all that this information Rudy Giuliani is peddling uh, very well could be connected to some sort of Russian government disinformation campaign we know
1: that this whole uh, smear on joe biden uh, comes from the kremlin clearly the origins of this whole kremlin smear the kremlin are from the kremlin the kremlin and pushing out this kremlin kremlin narrative kremlin and the kremlin the kremlin the kremlin from the kremlin the kremlin the kremlin kremlin propaganda vladimir putin putin the russians are russian threat false smear and smear the smear. is smear. smear the russians the russians are the
2: russians it's really incredible
0: congressman adam schiff I thank Thank you so much for joining us. That is the current chairman of the uh, House Intelligence Committee, Adam Schiff.
1: I saw a... um,
2: uh, Got the smallest in his neck I've ever seen.
1: (laughs) Interesting critique of a man. Neck size. (laughs) Not a long hitter. I saw... All right, not a long ball hitter. (laughs) Um... I saw a retweet of a New York Times story from back after the, whichever debate it was. It was after the Hunter's laptop story broke, and it it was only on the New York Post, and only Fox News talked about it. And uh, Trump brought it up during the debate, and the New York Times had an article that Uh, was designed to help viewers who didn't understand what Trump was talking about decode for you what Trump was talking about, because those of you who do not watch Fox and its disinformation do not know what Trump was talking about with Hunter's laptop and the big guy and all these things that Trump was referencing. And the idea was that all these crazy people over here, you know, that Trump was echoing the talking points of the crazy view. No, that has now been verified by the same New York Times. As a real thing, those emails are real. What they mean, up for argument, but they, they, they existed.
0: Well, right, and during the debate, uh, Biden was famously asked, uh, do you believe this laptop information is Russian disinformation? Biden looked into the camera He said, yes, that is what I have been told. And it's absolutely unquestionable that that's not true. And those 50 intelligence professionals who lined up and said, oh, yeah, classic Russian disinformation, when it clearly wasn't. Of course, there's no, uh, there's no accountability. There's no responsibility taken. And, you know, that's, uh, it's politics. 30, it's disgusting, dishonest.
1: Ukraine update on the way in a little bit. By the way, it looks like the Ukrainian military has driven Putin's military away from Kiev. Uh, that's, all indications are that. So that is amazing. But more on that coming up. Here's a charming story. UCLA's
0: director of race and equity uh, last week online wished for the death of Clarence Thomas suggesting yeah. in a tweet that no one wants to say it out loud, and I quote, No one wants to openly admit we all hope Clarence Thomas dies. Whatever you need to tell yourselves. Now, he, uh, by Monday, his Twitter feed had been set to a private mode. Uh, Perkins, who studied at the University of Virginia School of Law, added that the notion of not wishing people not wishing ill on people is silly. Uncle Thomas is a sexist token who's committing himself to making us all share in he and his treasonous wife's misery. Okay. Okay. So this is the guy, and here's the reason I bring this up. Hypocrisy, bitterness, racism from one of the progressive woke crowd. Well, we know. Yeah, it's it's obvious. That's what they traffic in all the time. The reason I bring this up is my main point. If I have one point you can take away on all of this so-called social justice thing or anti-racism deal. Is that these people are asking for the power to discriminate To be racist, arguing that our goals are so enlightened, we are so wise, you can trust us with this dangerous, dangerous power that's gone wrong every time humankind has decided that was appropriate. Every single time human beings have been granted the right to discriminate on the basis of race, it has ended horribly, immorally, unforgivably. Yet these people are making the argument, We're so great, you should grant us, try it one more time, give us that power. And this is the sort of thing they say, I hope that old Uncle Thomas dies. And this guy's in a position of power. Does that strike you as the sort of good judgment, good soul, good heart of a person we should give that awesome power I mean, never mind a license to kill like James Bond. This is a license for racism. You better be as, as good as Jesus and as wise as King Solomon to even apply for that gig. And yet you got jerks like this who think they should be trusted with that power. Amen. End of rant.
1: Bitcoin just passed $48,000. I don't know if that's it's high or low or a rebound in what direction I do feel like yeah going up I do feel like I'm completely unplugged from a major part of the financial world I said at an ATM the other day that you could get Bitcoin and does it come out in like actual coins or do you download it into your phone or the ATM it gave me the option of cash or Bitcoin
0: uh, I don't know <laughs> I'd imagine it asks you to type in the code for your Bitcoin wallet.
1: And then how do I spend it? <laughs> By going into your wallet. Okay. Can and I spend it anywhere? Typing in more numbers. Can I spend it at the convenience store? Can I get like a, a Slurpee the size of a trash can and a, <laughs> a share size M&M? I'm going to share it with me, myself, and I. Shut up. And, uh, and then pay for that with Bitcoin? I suppose if your local convenience store takes Bitcoin. That was at the moment that I thought I really should get a handle on what this is and how this all works when the ATM gives me the option of Bitcoin.
0: Oh, I just bought some Ethereum futures uh, to invest in NFTs. Oh, okay. With uh, Bitcoin and uh, and a hard drive or something.
1: (laughs) Or something. Yeah. And one more thing before we uh, take a break and then talk about it.
0: Then I put it on the Instagram. Mm -hmm. Sure, I
1: did. You TikTok'd it?
0: Yes, I did. Sure, I did.
1: Um, one more thing before we take a break, and then get to Ukraine is pushed the Russian military away from Kyiv. I mean, that's all the reporting today. So that's over. The idea of encircling Kyiv, siege, murdering Zelensky, and the, the, all, that seems to be over. Not so fast, Ivan. Since we're both on the, have turned 50, how do we feel about uh, them saying we need another booster shot? Another booster shot for anyone over 50. That'll be the, I've had two boosters, is that right? Or one booster? I don't even remember now. Uh, two, two shots
0: and one booster, whatever that means. Total of three shots, probably. Yeah. I, I know I have. I've
1: had three shots total and now they're saying another one.
0: Jab away. I'm enjoying it.
1: It's to keep me from what, though? Like Elon Musk Musk tweeted out yesterday, he said, they tell me I have COVID, I guess, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's it's that mild out there, and I've had COVID a couple of times, half of America had the old Omicron, this new Omicron, which is even more mild and spreads even easier. Do I need to get the booster again? Of course, California is looking at a law that you have to, as soon as these are approved, you have to, if you want to be employed.
0: Boy, that is so, uh, if, if the the helmsman of the Titanic saw the iceberg six hours earlier, um, I, it's so clear that policy enacted, huge percentages of, of parents uh, are not going to get their kids jabbed for school. Nope. The little kid, their employees are not going
1: to get jabbed, and they're going to say, uh, yeah, never mind. It's so obvious it, it, taking shape. Oh, this from one minute ago. The ha- FDA, as expected, has now authorized an additional... Covid nineteen booster for anyone over fifty to offer extra protection from what is my question? <laughs> what about mm, hospitalization
0: and death? Right?
1: Yeah, but I just I just don't I, I never ever think about it or worry about it. It's just like I read about it in the paper. Oh yeah, right, Covid.
0: Yeah. Although I uh, felt terrible over the weekend, pretty bad yesterday too. What a relief to do the show today because I COVID. felt like I was dying yesterday. Now you probably gave it I to did. me. I don't know. You probably gave I'm,
1: it to me. Now I got it. <laughs> Uh, I was only mildly interested. in. Maybe I had COVID. Yeah. I was at a business yesterday, and uh, I was about to walk in the door, and a person was standing outside, and I said, are you in line? And she was wearing a mask standing outside, and uh, she said there are people in there without masks. So, yeah, I am in line. And i thought, oh, okay. I'll wait in line behind you then, I guess. But, Psycho. Uh, she might have yeah, that's health true. problems I don't know about. I don't You're know. right. Yeah, I, I or, retract my uh, or there's my also There's also a very decent chance she's a crackpot. Uh, I reinstate my allegation. <laughs> I'm very easily swayed. <laughs> Psycho. Ukraine's kicking some Russian ass. Doesn't help the people of Mariupol much. But the uh, update on that coming up.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. With the ground war mostly stalled at the moment, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky is offering up the possibility of declaring neutrality, essentially renouncing any NATO ambitions if it means an end to the carnage. Our
1: goal is obvious, peace and the restoration of normal life in our native state as soon as possible.
0: However, where President Zelensky won't bend, Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial integrity.
1: Okay, we'll get into a little bit of that in a second, what uh, both sides are throwing down, where it looks like actual real negotiations are going on. I think uh, Russia sees no uh, no option. Oh, by the way, we have breaking Will Smith slapping news. Oh, boy. Jada Piggott-Smith, his wife, has said we are now in the, what did you call it, Hanson, the season of healing? Oh. Se- we, this is now the season of healing. I, I'm not going to pay attention till the season of healing playoffs, but that's just the way I am. Uh, right, <laughs> casual fan. Exactly. Feeling. The regular, the regular season <laughs> games are worthless, but so whatever. Um, let's check in on this before we get to why Russia might be willing to actually negotiate. Richard Engel of
2: NBC News. The Russian military claims it's shifting the focus of its invasion to eastern Ukraine. But that could be just a way of trying to save face after images like these. More of what Ukraine says are Russian vehicles it destroyed outside the capital Kyiv. The mayor of the nearby suburb of Irpin claimed Ukrainian forces liberated that area too. In the east, Russia has destroyed a lot, but conquered little. Yeah,
1: and uh, there are a number of reports out today that the military is pulling back. The Russian military is pulling back from Kiev in a way that would show that they aren't coming back anytime soon, unless like they completely um, were to, you know, regroup and make a new effort. But that is seems so unlikely. Here's a little more from Richard Engel than we can discuss.
2: The city of Mariupol, bombed relentlessly and surrounded, is still resisting. On the outskirts of Kharkiv, Serhiy and his unit of fellow volunteers are holding up Mariupol as an example. He wears an American flag on his flak jacket. He says it represents freedom. His gun was donated by Ukrainian-Americans. We're hearing a lot of fire right now. It sounds very intense. What's been happening here? We've repelled every Russian assault, he says. Now, they're just bombing us from afar.
1: Now, that's Richard Engel, who is actually there. Uh, but the mayor of Mariupol yesterday said the Ukrainian city is in the hands of the occupiers. Yeah, I thought I'd read that they had the Russians had mostly taken it. And the mayor of the city said that most of the city has been taken by the Russians. It's unclear if there's still active fighting inside the city. So, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I got nothing.
0: Um What's too dangerous to be a journalist there, so they've all gotten out.
1: So the new details on Ukraine's ceasefire talks with Russia. Ukraine has to give up on NATO, but will be free to join the EU. Russia is no longer demanding denazification. <laughs> Since there were no Nazis, I, they, I say you go ahead and say we've accomplished it. We looked around, didn't see a single Nazi. It's like, oh, that, the, uh, it's like if I give you a little thing of uh, <laughs> elephant repellent. Do you exactly. see any elephants around here?
0: Exactly. That reminds me. I need to call my exterminator and tell him don't worry about the vampires. <sighs>
1: uh, and uh, Russian is no longer demanding denazification and demilitarization. And the Russian language are, uh, does not need to be spoken all over Ukraine as part of the possible deal either. So oh, Russia has backed off on some of their incredibly unrealistic and bogus claims. Um, so Zelensky, as you heard in that first clip, has said that they're willing to become a neutral country or, you know, sign papers that vow that, uh, Ian Bremmer said that's not a game changer. I don't know why he says that, but do do any of these things matter at all? I mean, there are all kinds of agreements, some of them with the United States, some of them with Russia that both countries have been willing to ignore. Right. Like for instance, you give us you give up your nukes. We'll protect you if anybody ever attacks you. We we signed that and have weaseled out of it as as the rest of NATO has, and uh, and Russia was involved in those things too, and they've they've sure. not honored it. So, well, and the sticking
0: point of territorial integrity, which uh, Zelensky made a major point, is a big sticking point. Russia wants to hold on to the Donbass region. They want to uh, they want to keep. Uh, Mariupol, they want to keep that southern coast, and the international c- community has got to tell them, no, you don't get that. You don't get that. Otherwise, you win Putin. That's a huge win for Putin. Forget that he had to rewind from some of his grand, grand
1: goals. We can't give him that win. You don't think? No,
0: I don't think that we will.
1: I hope not. If you missed an hour of the show, grab the podcast, Armstrong armstrongandgetty.com.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
2: Show. It's not necessarily a slam dunk that the numbers are going to accelerate as much in the U.S., even though BA2 will go up as a predominant variant. I'm pretty confident of that. I don't necessarily know that we'll say the, the big, sharp increase. Um, we may, we may not, or get some kind of hybrid.
0: So the COVID clickbait industry continues as various websites and news organizations are trying to desperately re-scare you about the COVID. Uh, Looks like it's pretty much under control in the U.S., barring some sort of crazy development. I would just listen to your
1: doctor. Breaking Uh, news. The FDA just said we got to get the booster if you're over 50. Another booster. Okay. So there you go. You don't have to get it. They, they're going to make you unless you live in California, which they are proposing a law. where you will have to. But anyway, that's a different story.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, that reminds me, actually. Uh, oh, the first thing is. If it were not for the Ukraine war, the great foreign story we would be paying attention to well, probably the Iran deal somewhat, but uh, is. Is China dealing with COVID right now? Shanghai, which is a city of, dig this, 26 million people. Wow. Yeah. Is half locked down because they're getting hammered with the Omicron. Makes L.A. look like Bakersfield. Right. Right. Uh, Even before Shanghai imposed a lockdown, and this is so interesting on a couple of different levels, so hang with me. But even before they imposed a lockdown to curb a rapidly spreading COVID outbreak... Um, for many, life in China's wealthiest city had been upended by the virus and the government's response. Residents raced to hoard groceries in case they were ordered to stay at home. Some protested at the gates of housing complexes that were locked with little notice. People literally locked into their apartments. Others sent to government isolation facilities were forced to sleep on the floor because of a shortage of beds. And then they shut down a kidney dialysis, all sorts of urgent treatment. A nurse suffered an asthma attack. She was denied care by a hospital because she was having breathing problems. They thought it might be COVID. So they kept her outside and she died. Beautiful. You got to love communism. But uh, what's really interesting to to me about this story, they've locked up half of this.
1: That's right, right, sir. Right. China.
0: They've locked down half of this city of 26 million, and they're going to lock down the other half soon, I guess. But up until a day before the lockdown, communist officials were saying we're absolutely not going to have a lockdown. And anybody who says we're going to have a lockdown is going to go to jail.
1: (laughs) Speaking of, you got to love communism. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah. And then the next day they announced the lockdown. So uh, it is a building disaster. China's medical capabilities are a fraction of the U.S.'s. They have a serious
1: problem going on. Well, and did you mention already practically nobody's vaccinated? So that's one of the reasons. So you've got... Well, what, and those who are had the kind of crappy Chinese vaccine. This could be multiples worse than the original COVID that hit the rest of the country because the original COVID did not spread near as easily as Omicron. We got lucky, the world got lucky that the slow-spreading one was around until we got a vaccine up and running. And And it was
0: bad enough, and and
1: plenty of people died. Oh, knows? got a million people dead in the United States. But um, if you had the Omicron spreading without the vaccine, oh, my gosh, you're going to have a lot of dead people.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, particularly in a more backward uh, society. Uh, Speaking of the uh, Chinese bat fever, A group of airline CEOs sent a letter to President Biden calling on him to end the federal mask mandate on public transportation, arguing mandatory masking, quote, is no longer aligned with the realities of the current epidemiological environment. (laughs) Oh, those poor, naive CEOs. They think that the government policy is based on reality. Oh, that's so sweet. They're so cute and innocent. Please visit California, airline CEOs. You'll see how ridiculous that notion is. The letter went on to say, quote, it makes no sense that people are still required to wear masks on airplanes, yet are allowed to congregate in crowded restaurants, schools and at sporting events without masks, despite none of these venues having the protective air filtration system that aircraft do.
1: Of course, it doesn't make sense, but neither does it make sense that you wear a mask from the door to the stand where you'd say, I like a table for three and then take off your mask when you sit down. It makes no sense at all but it's happening
0: (laughs) if you're talking about
1: nonsense
0: how about masking small children who couldn't wear a mask effectively if there was a 100 percent death rate among little children there's just no way to accomplish it and they're not threatened and there's been no evidence of community spread from elementary schools but those little kids are still in masks so airline ceos you're going to shut up You're going to take the wild illogic. You're going to accept the fact that we ignore science. This is superstition, pure and simple, airline CEOs. So sit down and shut up and take it.
1: You'll like this story if you're in in any part of the country where you haven't worn a mask in like a year and a half and you don't know what we're talking about. So my son and I went downtown town I live in the other day and thought we'd count the outdoor masks as we walked to the coffee shop because the coffee shop has particularly good gluten-free treats and my son is gluten-free. Um just walking to the coffee shop and back we counted 550 five, people wearing masks outside on the sidewalk
2: including I
1: can't including five college dudes in a car all wearing masks in the car together. Um the you. fifty, 50 <laughs> outdoor masks. Then I you blanks. I can't even use
0: any of the words that popped to mind.
1: But then I went to an area where people aren't as uh, mask. Uh, you know the nice mall up the hill here, and went there. And we were going to count masks there, and we got tired of counting. We counted forty some masks in the mm. first several minutes. People wearing masks in the mall. All right, hardly any COVID yeah, anywhere. Okay. Whatever. Go ahead, do it if you want. I mean, it doesn't bother me. It just it just seems weird.
0: Again, our only objection to that is that it lends cover to yep. those who would mandate it. Uh, really interesting, troubling story about fake news in a moment or two. Um, it's it's notable. Uh, but first, a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security, the best home security system you can get, according to Popular Science, according to PC Magazine, according to US News. This is the best. Protect your home around the clock, every door, every window, every room.
1: Well, hopefully crime will be going down during what Jaden Pinkett Smith has called the season of healing. But in case the season of healing doesn't bring crime down, it'd be a good idea to have a Simply Safe system at your home, the best security system you can get, as Joe was just explaining, and you can get it for less than a dollar a day. You set it up yourself in around 30 minutes, and there's no long-term contract. Yep, you don't have to sign a one- or two-year contract like all these other security systems. Well, you know what's just wild and
0: unfortunate I guess, is that uh, Will Smith uh, hammered Chris Rock on like the last day of the season of face slapping.
1: <laughs> now I mean it it was, season uh, the healing. Well, and, like the next day. maybe you need simply safe to keep Will Smith from sneaking into your home and slapping you.
0: Yeah, certainly that outdoor uh, wireless camera that lets you know if anybody approaches your front door oh my God, while you're Will at work Smith's or whatever. At the front door. Arr-ga, arr-ga. Anyway, customize the perfect system for your home in just minutes at simplysafecom slash Armstrong. Go today. Claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong.
1: Who knew the Fresh Prince would one day be such a threat to your face to no longer remain unslapped?
0: Public enemy number one, as far as I'm concerned. So this is something. This is from Daniel, Daniel Engber in The Atlantic. I'll just read the first part to you. Okay, this is embarrassing. The news I shared the other day about the sharing of fake news was fake. That news, which, again, let's be clear, was fake, concerned a well-known MIT study from 2018 that analyzed the spread of news stories on Twitter. We actually talked about this uh, a while back. Using data drawn from three million Twitter users from twenty oh six to twenty seventeen, the research team, led by Blah Blah, a computer scientist at Dartmouth, found that fact checked news stories moved differently through social networks depending on whether they were true or false. Quote from the paper falsehood diffused significantly farther, faster, deeper, and more broadly than the truth, they wrote in their paper for the journal Science. False stories travel way faster than the truth, read the English language headlines, and also the ones that appeared in French, German, and Portuguese when the paper first appeared online. In the four years since, that viral paper on virality has been cited about 5,000 times by other academic papers and mentioned in more than 500 news outlets, according to Altmetric which computes the attention score for published scientific papers. The MIT study has also earned a mention in 13 different Wikipedia articles and in one U.S. patent. Wow. That is an influential scientific paper. Then this week, an excellent feature article on the study of misinformation appeared in Science, again, Science, by the uh, reporter Kai Krumferschmidt. Buried halfway through was an intriguing tidbit. The MIT study had failed to account for a bias in its selection of news stories, the article claimed. When different researchers reanalyzed the data last year controlling for that bias, they found no effect. Zero. The difference between the speed and reach of false news and true news disappeared. They spread more or less the same.
1: I was wondering why that
0: would be. So, you know, the a theory at the time, as I recall, was that lies are, are more delicious and they fit into people's worldview more comfortably or whatever. And so, but anyway, um, uh, where was it? So the landmark paper, paper had been completely wrong? Well, it was more bewildering than that, this journalist writes. When I looked up the reanalysis in question, I found that it had mostly been ignored. It was written by Jonas Yule of Cornell University. And Johanna Uganda of Stanford, okay, some good heavyweights in the world of science, and published in November 2021, it has accumulated not, what was it, 5,000, but uh, six citations in research literature, just six, as in one, two, three, four, five, six. Altmetric suggested it was covered by six news outlets, not 500, and not a single Wikipedia article or U.S. patent has referenced its findings. In other words, the fake news about fake news had traveled much further, deeper, and more quickly than the truth.
1: All right. So what am I supposed to do with this information? Believe nothing. Well, as we've discussed a lot, in the post-truth world we find ourselves in, we are, we are headed that direction where the up-and-coming generation, like any belief I have in headlines is probably built in from decades of being able to believe most headlines. If I grew up in this modern era where it's as likely not true as true, in fact, more likely that it's not true, um, probably, if you're taking in all kinds of media the way young people do where, you know, BuzzFeed gets equal weight with NBC, um you probably come across more untrue things than true things. Everybody's going to be so cynical about all information. I'm, I'm I'm not sure how we can function as a society. I don't watch the news. Can Good you choice, can you function if nobody believes anything? I don't think you can. Or as we have discussed many times, um, will there is this you know a pendulum thing and there will there be just a demand for all right we got to know something we we have to have an idea of some stuff that's actually happening and there just will bubble up a, a a news organization of some sort that matters enough and people put enough stock in and they earn their trust by being accurate enough just because the public demands it
0: Yeah, yeah, I I wonder. I fully admit, freely admit that I don't know. We're living in a world where we have a subscription to virtually every paper magazine on Earth to to make an old school reference. And no idea which ones to trust in a lot of cases. And sometimes the ones that we do trust turn out to be not trustworthy. So I have a feeling the beast will evolve through this period. Eh, But I don't know that the beast will emerge stronger from it. It just could be we have invented our doom (laughs) in terms of functioning societies. I don't know.
1: This kind of fits in with it before we uh, take a little break here. You know, the old, if a tree falls in this forest and nobody's there to hear it, is it real thing? A couple of guys walking down the street and one guy says to the other guy, if you don't turn the notifications on, did the world really end? (laughs) There you go. Funny. A bunch of other stuff on the way. The Armstrong and Getty Show. That's right,
0: Will Smith walked on stage during last night's Academy Award show and slapped Chris Rock in the face. Then I gotta say, the last thing I ever expected to see at the Oscars was a display of narcissism. <laughs> we'll have more on this story in a little bit, but first let me do the rest of the monologue, which is kind of terrifying. Now that I know you can get slapped for doing a bad joke.
1: My only uh, new thing to say from yesterday on the whole thing is it's ridiculous that he wasn't told he had to leave after that. uh, Apparently, there was a story yesterday that they they gathered afterwards, the academy representatives, on whether or not they should boot him out and decide to let him stay. No. You hit somebody at a bar or or anywhere, they make you leave. That's the way it works. Because what right, are you going to do the next? violence right there. Well, and what are you going to do next? I mean, you've already indicated that you're out of control. We don't know what manner of out of control. Is it just you're angry and out of control? Are you drunk or high or out of control or mentally ill and out of control? But you're out of control. You have to go. You don't get just go sit back down in your seat. That's weird. A guy yeah. demonstrated he has no control over his emotions to the point of physical violence, and he got to just go sit back down. That's weird. Well, and a number of uh, heavyweight comedians
0: have weighed in saying this is utterly unacceptable. Uh, There were so many degrees of confronting Chris Rock before you slug him in the face. Right. I mean, if you're even going to confront him over a joke, and you know, the joke is pretty insensitive, given Jada Pinkett Smith's condition. Uh, But there are a lot of steps before slug in face or slap in face. There
1: are some stories yesterday that Chris Rock had no idea she had that condition, which uh, I don't know if that's true or not. I didn't know. I don't follow her that closely, so I don't know. He just thought she had a short haircut and was, you know, well, I don't know. I don't care. I don't care enough to get that, that far down the road, but I do think it's weird uh, but pretty easily explained by Hollywood, but they thought well he 's the biggest star here, and he 's about to win best actor, and no we 're not going to boot him out because there 's a lot of money to be made
0: I think as well as- Hollywood has no morality; all they have is conceit, and one of their conceits is, look at our morality. I have yeah. no interest in their hypocritic garbage. By the way, it was the, the the
1: the ratings went up slightly.
0: Hypocritical. Sorry, I'm I'm obsessive. Go ahead.
1: The ratings went up slightly, but now it is the second lowest ever watched Oscars, as the year before was the lowest during the pandemic. But uh, 15 million people watched, which is a mildly successful television show on a regular night. Right
0: yeah I read an analysis of what won and this is this is about culture folks this is about our culture it's not about the Oscars because i I could give a crap about the Oscars but they were talking about how um the winners had always been like uh, successfully artistic, yet popularly enjoyable movies with good performances, a nice score, blah, blah, blah. And that's just gone now. It's Nobody saw Coda. Nobody saw it. Nobody streamed it. I mean, not literally nobody, but very, very few people saw it. Rounding?
1: Love... You, you round that to the closest number, it would be nobody.
0: Yep. You're right. Uh, and it's a lovely movie with a really good spirit, but the nature of movies the nature of going to the movies or viewing movies then the nature of what wins the whole it's just it's so completely different it's it's like we're still giving uh, well it's just it's completely anachronistic there's no point in it anymore
1: uh yes it is uh Ross Duthat of the New York Times wrote a, the the movies are over the end of movies like the novel was a big poetry was a really really big deal a couple centuries ago that was the biggest art form of communication. Everybody had a favorite poet and a favorite poem and everything like that. That went away. The novel was a very, very big deal for like 150 years. Um, But that's kind of gone away. I mean, there aren't that many people that read novels anymore. And the movies might be going the same direction. TV series and stuff like that. Maybe that'll be the new you know, your Game of Thrones and all that sort of stuff. Loki, whatever, you know, you throw together 10 episodes of something. Really, really well done. Everybody talks about it and watches it. That might be the Mm -hmm. new New storytelling mechanism. Sure and fair enough. Yeah, it's sure. Absolutely fine. 70% of voters want more punitive measures against Russia, according to a new poll. Back to the Harvard-Harris poll that's out today. 70%. 76% of Americans said that we should send more defense systems, rockets, whatever, to Ukraine. 71% said we should send key military aircraft. Overwhelming support for that sort of thing. Mm. The aircraft ain't Mm. happening, at least. Uh, Maybe we'll get into that more. If you miss an hour of the show, you can hit us, uh, get it through the podcast. You just go to armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong
0: and Getty.